Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Strand Tennis Center podcast, filled with tips, advice, tennis, not tennis, just life advice too, whatever you need. Uh, like it on YouTube, share it on uh, the podcast as well. Thank you. Welcome to the next episode of the Strand Tennis Center podcast. I am Steve Capo at the Strand Tennis Center, and we are going to do a little monologue here on a couple of things. Usually it's top of mind, so we've been trying to always interested in hiring new people, going out there, uh, putting applications out. People come in, we do interviews, we do reviews, and we and there's a lot of different currencies. And I always think, uh, I always discuss people's currencies. So this podcast is going to be comparing different types of pros and what their currencies are. And as a business owner, it's very important to know the currency of the person you're talking to. And currency is not even money. Most people, and me and Santi were having this conversation off camera, that they did a study, and many of these pros, anybody working, are more interested in their title. They did a study than getting, say, I'll give you three more thousand bucks a year. They're interested in the title. And Santi had a good answer for it. Go ahead, Santi. You said, why would you want a better title with no more money? Uh, you'd want a better title so you could therefore move on to another place. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so you move on to another place. So it's not good for the owner to do that, right? To just give someone a title, even though they may like it and they feel like they're progressing, eventually, if you're in a business for the long game, you're going to lose those people, I would assume. Yeah. Right? So, so I'm going to compare some pros and their currencies, and we're going through interviews. It's springtime where a lot of pros look for that job. So they're looking for a job. A lot of them are getting out of school and they're looking for a job. A lot of them are kind of trans transitioning. So they're indoors because up here in the Northeast, you have to be indoors and they're deciding, okay, do I want to work at a country club? Do I want to work, continue to work indoors or do I want to do both or a hybrid? So I can kind of compare this to say the country club pro or the indoor pro. So the country clubs pro their currency, and this is what we're talking about, is title. And that's what's important to them. I've interviewed probably more people than you can imagine, Santi, and their big currency is being a director of a country club. Okay. That's something that they're very interested in. Now, being on my end, if you look at the reality of it, there's really, and we'll go through them all, there's really not... Nearly as many pros to cons as being an indoor lesson pro that has managerial uh, duties and a lot of different things. You actually will end up, and this is it's, this is not because I own an indoor club. I've we've worked outside. We have relationships with country clubs as well. It's whether you're a, a long-term person or a short-term person to me. I think the country club head pro director of a country club has still got cachet from the old days. And a lot of people think their job is just going to be easier. So I think they think the pro of, the, the, the pro of a country club pro is I'm going to make not more money but I'm going to have more free time. And I'm going to have 
time just to hang out in the office, and I'm going to have other people do things. So they, like, delegate tasks. Correct. They think they can delegate more, and they're more just hanging out at a country club. I know a lot of country club players that just want to play golf. So they like that there's a golf and tennis club because they get to, uh, basically they get a membership for free. So the intangibles are a little better, like the perks. So say you're working, you know, at, you say you work for Google and you get all this stuff, you get the campus and things like that. So if you're at a big enough country club, you get the perks of the golf, you get the perks of the tennis, you get the perks of the pool, you get the perks of the gym. You get all of that. And then you get an office and people get, they love those things. They love being in an office. They think, oh, I get a base salary. So even if I don't, Hustle so much, I'll still make enough money. But the base salary, now this is before 2008, has changed a lot. Like, I would say if we were having this conversation in 2007, 2008, I'd be like, oh, Country Club Pro is pretty good because your base salary is usually pretty high. But this is before the whole subprime crisis, and it really got rid of a lot of country clubs. I remember a local country club, their base salary, they only had like eight courts. They had no paddle courts. There was no restaurant. There was nothing. And the base salary was like 32000 bucks. And that was very good at that time. Now there's no salary for that place, and you just work hourly because they don't have any money anymore because that's what happens. There used to be a waiting list for years at clubs. Then it died down. Now it's gone back up after the pandemic because people were signing up more, but the salaries haven't come back. The salaries are not there. It used to be a great base salary, and then if you worked another 10 or 20 hours, it was great. Now the base salary is like... I mean, if you're an assistant, I mean, you're making 18000 20-something, and then you got to hustle your butt off. And then you have to be married to the club. It's not what you think. You have to go to every function. You have to go to every event. You have to dress up and, you know, go to the parties and be this. It seems fun, but then you, have n- you actually have no free time. It's absolutely the opposite. And even the head pro has got to go to all the functions, too. It's not what you think it is. But in the short term, you think, oh, I'm going to be able to go to these functions, going to be able to play golf, I'm going to be able to get a base salary, and then I'll work a couple extra, I'll work extra hours to make my money. Okay. That all sounds good. But if you look long term, who do you work for? Think about it, Sunti. Do you ever think of a country club? Who do you work for at a country club? The people that own the country club? Who owns the country club? Rich people. Sorry. The members. Oh, the members. Oh, so the members own the country club. So oh, yeah. what kind of dynamic are you dealing with when the members own the country club? Wow, oh, they want everything their way. Sure. So right. who do you meet with when you meet with the board? Uh, the members. You're meeting yeah. with the members. Yeah. So you're meeting with people that are volunteering. Yeah. That are. It's not their full time job. Uh, some of the presidents. It's not even their full time job. So. And you and, and the problem with the country club politics, you may piss off one board member, uh, and then you're and then you're finished. So you uh, have to be very very careful. There's a lot of politics in a country club. Okay. You may I had a friend that was working at a country club, and uh, he was doing a good job. They were making money, blah blah blah. And this woman just didn't like him and took oh, notes no. on every time he was late. No, <laughs> ten minutes, eleven minutes, twelve minutes, and she promptly got him fired. So that's, that's rough. That's pretty want, rough. Yeah. yeah. So that is a big issue. You really have to worry about all of those politics, and you're not. You know, even if they hire a general manager that's full time, mm. he's not the owner. 
you're dealing with, again, volunteers. Members own most of these clubs. And you're going to have to be able to navigate that, right? And some pros do, and some pros can do it. But most pros on average, if you look at the country club average, that head pro is gone within two to three years. Rare do you get, and there's some that have been around for 30 and some at 10. Rare do you get that pro that is there? Because to be quite honest with you, the business is not good enough. So I had a, a friend that is in an indoor facility and he's running his own business. He's doing a great job. They offered him to be the head pro at this club. This country club, he's like, but in the beginning, they allowed him to bring clients to his club, to the club, yeah. so he could run his business out of there. But then they were like, I want to cut out of every client. See, things change right away, too. There's no real contracts. So, like, I'd like a cut of every client that you bring in. He's like, why am I going to do that? I'll go somewhere else. And they were like, and then at the same time, <laughs> they had no business for him. So... The club was empty. Right. He brought all the business there. Right. And they were like, you want to be the head pro? Sure. Now we want a cut of the lessons that you've brought here. Most of these clubs, they don't generate. Like paddle has become more popular. In the summertime, tennis is busy June and July, August. It's all dead. All these places, yeah. everybody goes to their beach houses. They're not yeah. there. So the revenue stream is not what you think. It's not like you are busy from June all the way to the end of August, the hours just aren't there. But I would say the country club pro is not more, I, I would say on average, and I'm just making a generalization, is not a type A personality. They want to play golf. Mm -hmm. So part of this podcast is also about self-awareness. Like if you, if you don't have a go-getting attitude and you just kind of want to chill, a country club job is still not good. It could be good if you say, well, I just want to relax and chill, but you have to be able to know the politics of the situation. And if you don't know the politics of the club and who needs to be massaged and who doesn't, you could be in a, a big problem. We're at the Strand Tennis Center. We get a voicemail at the same time. Um, so you have to navigate all that. And that's why these pros lose their jobs, mm -hmm. because there's a lot of politics to navigate. Now, that's the country club pro. There are some pros, right? I consider it more cons. I never wanted to be beholden to a bunch of board members that, to me, how many people know tennis? How many people know that? Like, whatever. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's not a bad thing. It just is what it is. The indoor pro who has other managerial duties will definitely work harder, right? You will work harder. But you will develop your own, and I just nailed oh, the fly oh, there. I, oh, I thought oh I got it. It was God. Mr. Miyagi. I oh thought I got God. the thing. Boom, so I sexy. thought it was Mr. Miyagi oh there for God. a second. Oh I'm Karate Kid okay. and Podcast Master. So, so the indoor pro, it will be a lot of hard work. But I always say success is a lagging indicator. You're going to work hard. You're going to be on the court. You're going to be off the court. You're going to learn everything about the bills. You're going to learn about sales. You're going to learn about this. You're going to learn about marketing. You're going to learn about like you're doing, Sunti. Mm -hmm. uh, I almost got it again. Learning about filming. Learning about social media. Is it on me? Oh, look at that. It was on me, Sunti. Thank you for the uh, tip. Um, you're going to learn about a lot of stuff. You're going to learn how to run your own business. But it's going to be a lot of hard work. 
and you're going to have to work hard. I mean, there's no mystery to that. But to me, you're going to have a solid base afterwards. I think the front-end work of being an indoor teacher where you're working more on the court, it's like 80-20, and then it starts to flip a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right now, as a country club flow, it goes the other way, and you like the fact that you're off the court, but you're not sowing the seeds to be successful at the end. In the end, you're working for somebody else. In the end... You haven't really developed how to market and sell. You don't have to. The country club does that themselves. Yeah. They have a general manager that does it. Bring they bring people in. They don't ha- you don't have to sit here and sell. You just deal with the clientele that is there. Here, we teach you how to, not even here. I'm not even selling. Most clubs, indoor, you have to work your lesson book. You have to redo your lesson. You have to learn how to run your own business inside it. You're going to get so many more tactical traits at the end, and you're going to be so much more of an independent person. But again, the front-end work is very hard. And again, a lot of people now in this day and age don't want to do the front-end work. They want to play tournaments, play paddle tournaments. They want to be a head pro and play paddle tournaments and socialize. But in the end, you really don't have any control over your life. I would rather have control. I'd rather kind of eat shit, as they would say, for years to be able to have control of my life and to be able to let people that work even for me have control of their lives because we don't answer to anybody but the customer. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't sit here and have to talk to a board or have to answer to people that are not relating to what you're doing because that's what I would like to think here that we relate to what you're doing. I'm there with you. I'm there next to you and we relate. But again, it has nothing to do with this club. It has to do with the indoor space and I'm sure they're there are exceptions to every rule. I'm sure there's plenty of indoor clubs that they're not nice and they don't do a great job. But I'm telling you, in, in our experience, this will be a lot of hard work in the beginning and then the success will come at the end. And, you, and then we'll go on to another bit of caring after the phone rings and it's done. And then hopefully someone doesn't leave a long voicemail, Santi, because maybe it's the Strand Tennis Center. <laughs> I'm going to answer the phone. So let's see. We, we should be taking care of customers, right? I'm talking about customer service. The phone's ringing. I'm not taking care of them. All right. So the key is then caring about what you do, really caring about what you do, and not just about your title or just about the perks you get for it. If you really care about what you do and not just saying, oh, we're going to have a good time, really caring about people's progress, really caring about people's development, really care that they are are feeling that they've gotten somewhere with being with you. And that's what really is the key. And whatever you do, everything else will follow suit. If you care about the person that's in front of you, all the other things are more important. Don't look at how much money you got. Don't look at this. All those things will happen. They'll all be indirect. And that's what we said. The art of running a business is you have this thing you want to give to somebody else. We've said this before. You have this currency that you want to share with somebody. It's very important to share it. I want to give it to them. Indirectly, I need to make money to be able to give that currency to somebody, mm-hmm. to be able to give that. And if I can't make money, I, I don't have a business to be able to pay the bills to be able to give you that. Yeah. So the, it's indirect. Yeah. So the more I put the onus into making this person improve, making their life better in any way, tennis, fitness, whatever they need to do, indirectly, I'll be taken care of. And that's the true epitome of a business. If you go into a business wanting just to make money and thinking about like, okay, I'm going to do this because it's going to make the most money. It'll never work. It'll be 
totally, people see right through it. So just want to do a little comparison to pros since we've been looking at a lot of different pros and, and different pros and cons to doing different jobs in this business. Hopefully that helps. Everybody, remember, stay active, get out there. The answer's in the action, Sunti. Please do something. Work out whatever it may be. Thanks. See ya. Hey, everybody. Hope you like the podcast. Please share with your friends, anybody that you know, anybody that's into tennis, anybody that's into bettering themselves, share it.